Hello, Tom Myers here. If you're like me and you've got a lot to say, a lot of stories to share, a lot of opinions to give, then listen up. I'm going to talk about something that's going to take your passion for podcasts to the next level. I'm talking about the 7 Million Bikes podcast course. This is the podcasting course you need. Imagine having the skills, the knowledge, and the confidence to create, produce, and grow a successful podcast. And you're not doing it alone. I'm talking about Neil Mackay, the podcast guy, founder of 7 Million Bikes Podcasts. He knows what it takes to turn your passion into a podcast that stands out. He's going to guide you through everything from podcast ideas that resonate to nailing that audio production and even editing your episodes like a pro. With 23 tutorials and over three hours of video content, this course is packed with practical tips, real-world examples, and everything you need to know to get started. Just $97 for a wealth of knowledge that'll set you up for podcasting success it's a no-brainer think about it less than a hundred bucks to unleash your creativity share your story and potentially even turn your passion into a profitable business people like ian payton who's taken the course launched their own podcast and already in the top 10 percent of podcasts worldwide and you could be next the seven million bikes podcast course is your ticket to podcasting greatness. Go to the link in my show notes right now and let's make your podcasting dream a reality. Hi, I'm A.A. Ron, the owner and producer of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. Bombing Run, the original comedy combat game show. It's an hour's worth of comedians clashing with their jokes. And soon to be released, Orbs Wacky World, a talk show with a twist. It will be a mix of comedy, unusual questions and music with orb as the host oddly funny productions we might be odd but we bring the funny to you that's a-w-d-l-y funny productions hey everyone it's me again if you're tired of listening to this show with all these ads in the way go ahead and subscribe to my patreon in addition to listening to this show without the ads you also get extended versions of these episodes and bonus clips as well doesn't cost that much you can get plans for as low as one dollar a month you can show the love and your support just go to patreon.com slash tom myers spelled m-y-e-r-s and subscribe and listen and enjoy today again that's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to another edition of Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. Speaker Kevin McCarthy said that if President Biden met his terms on the debt, then he would make Biden a, quote, soft lunch. In return, Biden said he would try to convince Marjorie Taylor Greene to give Kevin McCarthy his nuts back. (laughs) (laughs) Two white supremacists were arrested by the FBI for attempting to destroy the power grid of Baltimore, Maryland. They're lucky. If the FBI hadn't gotten to them, then surely our local gangbangers, who are renowned for showing no mercy, would have had something to say about them encroaching on their turf. Fox reported that a Biden appointee was confused by a question asked by Louisiana Senator John Kennedy. Is it any wonder? Louisiana Senator John Kennedy talks like President John Kennedy if, instead of being shot, he was hit upside the head with a tire iron for 12 hours. (laughs) 
A 5,000-mile seaweed belt is headed toward Florida. With all the crap we've been dumping into the ocean all these years, is it too much to ask that it mutates and takes out Jimmy Buffett concert goers, Ron DeSantis, and the guys who make all the bang bus videos? <laughs> Clint Eastwood has reportedly not been seen for more than 400 days. And the bad news? <laughs> has anyone checked an empty banquet hall where he may be trying to start a conversation with as many empty chairs as possible? <laughs> Scientists have studied a lock of Beethoven's hair and found out that he had hepatitis when he died. Basically, he's like every single East Coast comedian with whom I've ever worked. <laughs> An 81-year-old disc jockey in Florida was let go from the radio station where he had worked on and off for over 50 years. Apparently, they discovered that fart sound effect they heard over the air wasn't actually a sound effect. And it wasn't a fart. Mm. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> and on that note, on with the show. Please join me in welcoming Jeff Heisen, Abby Mello, Michelle Wojcikowski and Devine Kerr. Hey, hello, hello. Everybody, welcome back. This is like a, a sort of a reunion of the big uh, of the big birthday show, for which I posted on social media, but uh, no one was able to uh, see or listen to because I didn't uh, I didn't post any videos yet. <laughs> but we know it was great. We were there. We were there. Yeah. Big news with me. I started up my baseball announcing uh, season again, and um, I'm really enjoying it. What disturbed me was uh, about the fact is that, you know, they, they go over and, and give me uh, a, a background check because I have to do that every year because it's a, a youth baseball complex. So I work with kids. They give me the, the background check. And, you know, every I come up clean every year, like all the federal, state, all the various uh, agencies that check me out. And then it always it gives me something like miscellaneous other, like you know hmm. the the federal agencies, state agencies, local agencies, sex offenders registry. I'm clean on those and says miscellaneous other. I come up clean on that. I have no idea what that is. That scares the shit out of me. Basically, <laughs> when when I see stuff like that, like I, I I wonder if it's not like mentions of me on other podcasts, but then it would just come up. But then it would just come up like incomplete. You know, need to redo uh, your your hire is being put on hold at the moment. That, I can see how that would make you uncomfortable, but it's baseball season. The weather is beautiful. How great is that? I'm feeling so good. I I it's so strange. <laughs> the former guy is about to be indicted. The it's baseball season. The weather is good. I'm feel. I where's the anvil? It, the, it, <laughs> it, it feels so good right now. I know the Orioles won on the road their first game against the Red Sox. Yes. I'm like, this is this might actually end up being a good year. It could make the playoffs. Yeah. Then that would be the end of the world. <laughs> Beautiful with cherry blossoms. That's legit. Um, We're just going to be nothing but positivity for 45 minutes today. <laughs> Oh, don't, don't, believe me, I'm getting ready to counter that right now. Uh -oh, here's the end. <laughs> <though. laughs> 
This episode was recorded the day before Tuesday, the day that Trump is scheduled to surrender to authorities in New York City to be booked on charges to be revealed later. Given his personality and his grasp on life, <laughs> I would be surprised if Trump wasn't charged as a juvenile. Huh. It is being reported that Trump will not be handcuffed, presumably to keep him from getting an erection during the booking process. <laughs> what? It's going to be difficult for Donald Trump to be a defendant in court. Imagine having to be judged by someone wearing a black robe when, for years, he's been trying to appeal to people in white ones. Oh. <laughs> wow. Following the announcement of the New York grand jury indicting Trump, Matt Gates released a photo where he is smiling and posing with the former president. Their grins looking like they got back alley Botox injections. <laughs> In the photo, Matt Gates is wearing a red blazer and dressed like a blackjack dealer, which is fitting as blackjack dealers also don't hit on anything 17 and up. <laughs> oh, that's like the best joke of the day. That is awesome. So, I mean, obviously they say this is, I mean, it is somewhat history making, but I mean, we have had uh, instances of like candidates who've been under indictment or in prison, you know, running for office. I think Rick Perry had uh, was charged with a crime when he ran back in 2016, I think about 2012 or 2016. I think Eugene Debs. I mean, he was a third party candidate, but he was in prison as well. Um, my state's former governor slash you know, former vice president Spiro Agnew, I mean, he had a whole thing going on. So, I mean, it's not there is some kind of precedent for this. But I mean, the fact that it's a former president and a presidential candidate, you know, simultaneously going going through all this and, you know, the world uh, the world hasn't quite ended as of yet. I'm most upset that there's going to be no mugshot, no perp wall, because I was ready to pop popcorn and sit my butt in the, in the chair in front of the TV and just watch and watch and watch. And then they said, no, no, he's going to surrender himself. And then blah, blah, blah. And they're going to, you know, it's all going to be in the back. And he won't, like you said, he won't be handcuffed. But I thought it, he wasn't going to be handcuffed because they couldn't get teeny tiny Barbie size handcuffs to fit around so that, you know, his hands wouldn't slide through. But um, I think... I think that a lot of um, people on on the left, like us, um, are cautiously optimistic because there have been so many times where they're going to get him for this, they're going to get him for that, yeah. this is going to happen, that's going to happen. And, and like you said, when's the anvil going to fall? Who knows? You know, I mean, when when I heard he was indicted, it didn't hit me with the pleasure point that I thought it would because I just thought, yeah, okay, you know, because look at look at everything we've gone through in the last number of years, you know. It's easy to feel that way because we've been saying since the day that he uh, was was running and he mocked the Times reporter who was physically impaired. And exactly. Before, and before that, when he said that he 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 derided McCain because he he doesn't like people who get caught. And we thought, well, that will finish him. And we've been saying this over and over. So we keep expecting him to get out of it. 
But this is a, this is pr a precedent, though. A former president has been indicted, and I think we under uh, underestimated the the import of it on last week's show because it's only about him paying off a hooker, a sex worker. Excuse me. Uh, so what? And it's not for him inciting uh, the January sixth insurrection. Mm -hmm. But Al Capone went to jail for not paying his taxes. I was going to bring <laughs> that up. <laughs> so, so it looks like as of now they got him. It may not be on on everything, and that may be happening. Something there's stirrings in Georgia, for example, in Atlanta about his voter fraud there that he uh, was was a part of. But it's something, so we should be happy. And tomorrow is a good day. <laughs> so something I actually just a phrase I just heard today that wasn't about this, but made me think of this now that we're talking about it um, was that. With blue collar crimes, the bodies drop before the arrest, and with white collar crimes, the bodies drop after the arrest. So I'm yeah. curious to see what kind of uh, other anvils to Jeff's earlier comment. You well, think people are going to be putting people are going to be putting trampolines outside of Trump Tower? Basically, is what you're going to be is what you're going to be saying. Well, that and the other thing I I was talking to my husband about the other day, as I said. You know, as soon as he is officially in there, indicted, blah, 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 I said, people are going to be flipping like fish out of water. It, it's going to mm -hmm. be interesting to see who's going to take deals because they are people. I can't see people going to jail for this guy. I just can't. I think they even they learned that they're not going <laughs> to. They learned their lesson. Weirdly enough, I didn't think they could learn anything, but I think they know they're not going to go for him this time. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. It's like I mean, you have uh, you had Michael Cohen, his lawyer, who looks like he's going to be a witness. You have his uh, the chief financial officer of the Trump Organization. I think he gets out of prison uh, mid-April. I mean, it's. We, Keeping in mind that the company owned by the former president of the United States, the company itself is, for lack of a better term, a convicted felon because of like what Jeff brought up with Al Capone. It was the it was the taxing that was the first uh, big domino in, in Trump world to fall. But I, I, the Times today, this is Monday, uh, has been talking about all the unrest in New York and how the city is on edge. Apparently, everything's fine. And the time is to be, to be, what, what's, what's going to rattle New Yorkers? Uh, you know, a, a pizza rat might get things going, but I think uh, th there's no one. No one's that worried about a giant uh, about about a big fight happening tomorrow outside the courthouse. He'll go. He'll. They'll, everyone will get their the pictures, and it'll be over with. While Fox may be able to successfully avoid any coverage over their legal battle with Dominion following the false claims of election fraud the 2020 election, they are sometimes asked to focus on coverage of their part-time puppet master and even react accordingly, as is demonstrated in this brief clip. All right, um, we're going to break in with this Fox News alert here. Uh, we have just gotten word <gasps> former President Donald Trump has been indicted hmm. by a grand jury in New York. It's... It's an excuse for them to ignore 
all of the ineptitude that's uh, being exhibited by the Republican majority in Congress. And then they can go, look how they're attacking him. Why are they doing this? And then they can, they can, it's an excuse for them to scream Hunter Biden for an hour. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, we like to think that this is, you know, a big win for, you know, the legal system showing that something can, can still work. But, you know, at the same time, anything, you're going to have a group of people or even certain media outlets who are going to go ahead and take it and, and spin it into something negative. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's going to be, that's just inevitable. But they have nothing to say to defend him. That's the, that's the problem. All they're, all they're saying is, well, look at what's Joe doing or look at Hunter Biden. Oh, poor, poor Donald. They, they have nothing to say to defend him. They, they may want to talk about DeSantis, and he's uh, making his own mistakes there in Florida. They're so they doing might... like the, look, squirrel. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Ever wanted to give us a clear preview of his defense to any legal quagmire of his? The first Mandarin American president of the United States, Donald Trump, shows us how he will defend himself in his classified documents case. As we can see in this clip from his interview on Sean Hannity's show. And they're also looking into the question, and you brought up these words last night, the weaponization of the Department of Justice. Total. So the question is, so they had the laptop since 2019. They they could have easily verified it within days, I would imagine, with the technology uh, advancement and equipment. Okay. They knew your lawyer would likely leak it. And FBI agents are meeting weekly with big tech saying that that might be misinformation. By the way, the lawyer couldn't leak it because they took it away from him. They took it away. And, you know, they raided his apartment and they took a lot of the things he has. I don't know if they took that, but I think they took it away or they took parts of it away. But they raided a lawyer's. Rudy was a lawyer and is a lawyer and a good one. And, you know, Rudy's been proven right about a lot of things having to do with Ukraine and others. But one thing you have to say Lawyers, I always thought they were a little bit sacred territory. In other words, if you're in litigation, a lawyer's never brought in. I have every time somebody wants to represent me or represent, and I have a lot of people that want to represent me because they think it's so unfair the way we've all been treated. But they end up getting called before grand juries and stuff. They end up being sued individually. I say sometimes to a lawyer, are you sure you want to represent me? I think you're making a mistake. What do you need it for? (laughs) I have plenty of people. The good thing is I have plenty of people with great spirit that do want to represent me. And we have some very, very good people. But if you were running and you're like a nice, normal person who's doing a wonderful job, who wants to be a I congressman can't, I can't get elected dog catcher, no, Mr. I President. But, but what I'm saying <laughs> you is... Agree with you agree No, I don't, I don't agree. <laughs> I think you could get elected anything. I would like to think that like, people wouldn't vote for Sean Hannity for dog catcher because they're worried that Sean Hannity would give their dog fleas. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's it's such a great interviewing technique by Hannity that he feed, he just about feeds the former guy, the answers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he never answered the question in the first place. He just starts. I, the thing I've never understood about uh, 45 is that he starts to answer a question and then he's the lawyer. He's a good lawyer. He's, he's definitely a lawyer. <laughs> very, very what? good Everybody's a puppy. He's like a good boy. In that entire thing, he didn't. He just didn't finish a thought. Period. It's not Mm -hmm. that he didn't answer the question. He didn't finish a complete thought. 
Abby, you're a good person, a wonderful person, a professor, <laughs> wonderful, but a podcast person, a person, a person, a female person. <laughs> well, it's like they they made people made the comparison between like Obama and George W. Bush. Whereas, you know, like George W. Bush spoke, you know, in simple sentences, Obama spoke in paragraphs. I mean, in a way, Trump spoke in paragraphs, but the paragraphs were just one really long run on sentence. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think that counts. That has nothing to do with anything he's been asked or is talking about or should even be considering in that particular moment in time. So He didn't say anything. I could have been talking about Activia and it's the best yogurt ever, you know. Like... <laughs> no argument here. <laughs> Donald Trump's assertion that there are attorneys who want to work from him are based on the fact that, like their client, they also want scream time as this impromptu press conference on the courthouse steps from former Trump lawyer Alina Haba shows us. Uh, former President Trump and possibly future President Trump has been completely unfairly treated. This is a politicization, politicization of our justice system. And I think it's a frightening time for our country, frankly. Uh, if Michael Cohen is a key witness, as we're hearing, if they're getting debunked testimony from other people, uh, this is speaking for itself. And, and I, I hope that everybody's eyes are open. It would be a very, very grave mistake for them to indict President you, Trump. You talk to Mr. Trump every day, maybe multiple times a day. How does he feel? What is he telling you about the DA's case? Um, I think this is another day for the president, and I think that's the important thing to take away from this. Um, this is something that has been happening since he walked down the escalator at Trump Tower in, in uh, 2015, 2016, he was running and won. Um, it is the way his life has turned, unfortunately, and he's given up a lot for this country. He had a great life before, I'll tell you that, and he's willing to continue to sacrifice, and I think that speaks volumes to his character and how much he loves this country. Is he scared? Is he worried about this case? No, he's not scared. I like to think that given that this <laughs> case was about given that this case was about paying off Stormy Daniels, I think it would have been great if Trump's safe word with Stormy was sad because that's his go to <laughs> his mood killer for anything. That's what I was thinking. Like they could have asked him any question, and like there's a you know twenty. I don't know. There's like a <laughs> one in four chance sad was going to be the answer that he that he said. Just you know, they could have asked him what he wanted for lunch, and he'd be sad. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you go yeah. to DraftKings. It's like when you go to DraftKings. The word sad is always at minus one thousand. You know, you go ahead and just <laughs> right, put that's the as center much money. of the bingo card. Sad. <laughs> well, he's, it's a free space at that point. Well. Did you notice she did not answer a, a single question except, is he scared? No, he's not scared. No, he's not you know, scared. He, he's such a great man. You know, it's, he's a wonderful man. He, it's a scary time for America. But you know what? As much as she spoke <laughs> nonsense, I freaking loved her hair and that really annoyed me, you know? <laughs> like, why do I want her hair while she's talking? I know. Vomit, you know? Her hair and her lashes were fire. It's really I know. Bad. And I was like, shut up. Like, just. <laughs> the next Mrs. Trump. Oh, please don't even. I just ate. You know what? They did look, they, she does look a little too perfect. Like, I don't necessarily, like, you probably made a Faustian bargain with the, with the devil to look like that. Like, no, uh, like that, that's just, that, that's except, way too tempting. Except this is too old for him, though. With the devil. <laughs> Sorry, but did you listen to what she said, though? 
I'm I'm not saying I'm the smartest lawyer ever <laughs> by far, but I teach. You're the smartest one who always comes on here. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I teach a law class, which is attended by lawyers and non-lawyers, and I always tell the non-lawyers that you're just as smart as the lawyers. Lawyers are knuckleheads. I said they just went to school longer. And I, I ask, always ask lawyers if they're offended by that. And they say, no, you're absolutely right. And I'm trying to tell the non-lawyers that they're as smart as the, the lawyers. All I got to do is play that interview. And, and <laughs> they can listen to her babble. It's always fun to see what can happen when Donald Trump calls his supporters to act of any kind. In this case, the number of Trump supporters meant reporters had plenty of time to interview everyone who came out to support Trump, as these clips show. Tell me why you're here. Support Trump. Today's president around. Why are you here today? Just because uh, I'm not supporting my president. I don't want him to go to jail. I don't think he's going to go. I think he's a free man. He deserves to be free. He did a lot for this country that no other president had. What does what it say on your flag? Fuck Biden. Tommy, why are you here today? This is what I do. I work yeah. for Trump. Okay. Yes. God bless Trump. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to protest what's going on right now with uh, with with the uh, the uh, VA here. Um, people have showed up. I mean, they've just been coming in kind of waves right now. I'm thinking this probably ramp up as the week goes on. Are you here today? What? Why are you here today? I'm here for freedom of speech to represent are you here in support of Donald Trump? Yes. Tell me about that. Yes, well, Donald Trump has done so much for us, and now it's our time to take a stand and come to support him. Yes, man. We're here for that. When did you get here? Uh, just like 10 minutes ago, and already <laughs> I'm mobbed because I look so fabulous. Are you from New York? No. Did you travel here? I'm from Arizona. Welcome to New York. Thank you. I came all the way from Arizona to support our president. When was your flight? Our, my flight was two days ago. Okay. Why are you here today specifically? Because Trump called us out here. Trump Trump said that he would be arrested today and he called on, on all of our, his supporters, his army, to come out and support him and protest. So he's calling a mass protest. So I'm here to lead the battle charge. Yeah. Now, dollar store uh, QAnon shame in there, I will say, uh, reminded me of this scene from a cinematic classic. Well, I must be going. <laughs> I mean, I like to think that that guy was paying tribute to. A somewhat uh, an aging, uh, an, an elder boomer like Trump, who probably would have seen that scene and identified with it. So the he first guy there, how did he get that antler hat through through um, the airport? I mean, come on! <laughs> I can't take two, three ounces of liquid, three point five ounces of liquid, and he can go in with ginormous antler hats. I don't think so. He may have bought it at a bodega. Uh, near nearby in Manhattan. It's a therapy deer. It's a, 
where it was till he got to New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll give the first guy credit. He was playing uh, 25 or 6 to 4 by Chicago. <laughs> As he was saying, F Biden. But I'll give him credit for his music taste. The second one, she had no idea. She was there to work for you-know-who, but she didn't know why. She seemed <laughs> to get distracted by the colors and the flag. And the, <laughs> and the third guy, who looked fabulous. <laughs> jazz hands. Nice jazz hands, too. Yeah, uh, could wear that outfit at a DC Defenders game uh, with the beer snake. I love the questions. Like, which flight were you on? Which number? What is your name? What is your address? So you can arrest him later. You know, it's like, what day did you arrive? What's your social security number? Yeah, I thought it was like the reporter's going to Arizona, and she wants to not be on that flight. Right. <laughs> and they asked the woman. Have have you been the only one? Oh no, people been coming. They've been coming in waves. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh huh. Yeah, they're coming in waves. In a kiddie pool. <laughs> yeah, first shift is almost done. They're gonna leave, and the second shift of protesters will take over shortly. No, the second shift of protestor. <laughs> <laughs> Because he got indicated. Did you see people didn't know how to spell? <laughs> so we're here because he was, our president was indicated. <laughs> well, you have to give, you have to give that one woman credit who said she works for Trump because in a way she's actually telling the truth because she's also not being paid by him. <laughs> oh, that was good. Woo. <laughs> To sum up, we can all look at a pending indictment, arrest, prosecution, and imprisonment of Donald Trump as karma for all of the locker-up chants that he instigated during and after the 2016 campaign. And one can look at this as another epic fail because, if the conspiracy theorists were correct, then Hillary Clinton would have had Trump die in such a convincing manner that I would have looked forward to Tucker Carlson explaining how an impacted colon brought on by the overindulgence of Big Macs was the fault of Trump's top political opponent. Then again, if Hillary Clinton was capable of murder, then she would have had Donald Trump go out in a manner as simple as choking to death on a sunflower seed, or as Melania calls it, giving her husband a blowjob. Oh. <laughs> um, and on that note, that's our show. I want to thank Jeff Heisen, Abby Mello, Michelle Wojcikowski, and Devine Kerr. Everybody. This episode was written and hosted by Tom Myers with panelists Jeff Heisen, Abby Mello, Michelle Wojcikowski, and Devine Kerr. Theme music composed and arranged by your own Vandenberg. The clip from Arsenic and Old Lace, courtesy of Warner Brothers. Executive producers Tom Myers, Matt Connerton for IPM Nation, and Eddie Carson for Odyssey Radio. Please leave a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast's Patreon for extended episodes, bonus clips, and more. Thank you for listening, and please visit TomMyers.us.
Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you want to listen to more of this episode, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon. There you can get extended versions of episodes like this one, as well as bonus clips. You can even listen to regular episodes without all these pesky little ads through which you have to fast forward. Doesn't really cost that much. Plans as low as $1 a month. Go to patreon.com slash Tom Myers, spelled M-Y-E-R-S. Show the love, subscribe, show your support today. That's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Hi everyone. I'm Orb. I am not the official spokesperson for Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. A-A-Ron is tied up right now. Shut up, I'll untie you in a minute. Here at Oddly, we're producing some great shows. Bombing Run, where comedians compete to see who's Joker Race. And Orb's Wacky World, a talk show with a mix of comedy, uncomfortable questions, and music hosted by yours truly. When you think of comedy, think of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y, Funny Productions. Now, how do I get out of here? Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.